All right, so we're going to jump right into this, listeners, uh, so that neither Grant nor I have to wait in further anticipation or suffering. Grant has graciously accepted my ridiculous challenge to (laughs) eat a um, pizza that um, is frozen after it has been thawed out. Uh, the origin of this, you may recall, um, I hashed it out with someone earlier today to make sure that I remember, is that um, Grant was referring to his love of refrigerated cooked pizza. And I was talking about how really the only time I like that is if it's something like a Lunchables, which is basically uncooked pizza completely. And this is where the idea came from, is how much does a frozen pizza end up being like a Lunchable? Uh so we're going to figure that out. Grant is going to unveil the pizza that he that I paid him for, <laughs> the frozen pizza that I gave him some money for, that he thawed overnight as requested. If it is literally just dough, I'm not going to have him eat it. But if it ends up being more the consistency of a Lunchable, he does have to take a bite and then hopefully has something else on hand to uh, cleanse his mouth immediately. Yeah, so I'm going to start here by setting some expectations. I'm I'm anticipating I'll probably be able to take a bite, but I'm not fully necessarily anticipating that I will be swallowing said bite. Um, That's totally fair. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I I decided to read the safety warnings on the package, and this okay. is this is not an on package recommended activity. Um, As in, they explicitly say, "Do not eat raw." Well, one of them explicitly said, "Do not thaw." And do not consume unless reached an internal temperature of 165 degrees Fahrenheit as measured by multiple places on the pizza. Did you get a pizza with meat on it? Yeah, but it's like pepperoni. Okay. And you're probably safe, yeah. I was thinking about it, and I think it's like the same reason, like, it's just like a cleanliness thing for, like, cleanliness of where it's made. Just like eggs. Like, eating a raw egg in and of itself is fine. But the shells aren't in the U.S. aren't cleaned enough to make it safe to just like eat raw eggs. Yeah, I got you. So, yes, we okay. we have two pizzas. We have a, a we're gonna call them good pizza and cheapest possible pizza that you could find. Did you manage um, to get these into actual slices? Atta boy, nicely done. Okay, the the good pizza was cut into slices, and then I cooked the rest of it and ate most of that. Okay. And the cooking <laughs> process of a pizza that had two slices cut out of it made me rethink my plan for the second pizza. Uh, because when you cook a pizza that has had slices cut out of it already, everything falls out of the hole where the slices were in the oven. Oh, oh, like the cheese melts and just sort of slides that way. Yes, I anticipated this and put a piece of tinfoil down in my oven, but I didn't anticipate how that would change the airflow in the oven, so it took significantly longer to cook and did not cook as well. Hmm. So the second one, I just cut a slice off the side and slammed like a little tiny strip of foil under my like straight slice, which gotcha. was much better. Okay, gotcha. So we are unwrapping the first piece. So this... Is it firm? Like you can hold it, which means that it's not just like sloppy dough, right? All right, all right. That's firm. How does it, it feel? It How does it feel in your hand? How does it look? Um, it is very moist. Okay. Yep. That was anticipated. That, that makes um, sense. <laughs> as I'm just going to unwrap 
I, I actually did a towel to dab at it if you want, kind of like a greasy pizza how people dab at it. You can well, try to get the water off of it. It's it's there's not like water sitting on it, but like the dough is like the so okay. So the outside of the crust is like kind of hard. Okay. Or it has some firmness to it. I'm just gonna unwrap my other piece of the same pizza that I tried storing slightly differently to see if that would alter my no it's the exact same i'm just gonna try the one okay <laughs> i was trying Sorry. to see if like when it thawed if the foil that i stored it in would collect the moisture on the bottom and would like mm. sog up the crust so i tried something else to prevent the sogginess of oh my god there's a super cute sorry sorry there's a cute dog outside that i just noticed that's fair um but okay sorry are you gonna that. try a bite of the good piece then or what was the better pizza so I'm going to unwrap the crappy pizza now. Okay. Um, I'm going to say I also cooked this pizza and tried eating some of it. It was definitely not as good. Uh-huh. Um, despite having cooked better? Yeah, despite having cooked better. It also doesn't mm. look as good. Because, like, so this pizza, like, it was clearly cooked before. Mm, because, okay. like, it's part there baked, are, like, yeah. yeah, but, like... That's weird. I feel like I've never seen a frozen pizza like that. Oh, shit. Okay, the pepperoni just fell off. But this pizza clearly has not been yeah, cooked Yeah, that's what I was expecting. In any way. That, that's like what a Lunchables looks like when you make yeah. it. Yeah. This one also seems really freaking weird. It's like... Do you want to throw some brand names out there? I think we're safe to do that. Um, well, within our rights if you want. If you don't oh, have them on hand, it's fine. I was just one curious. Of them is- generic and then i'm trying to remember what the other one oh was. like generic grocery store brand and that's yes. why it was three dollars okay yeah yeah it was three dollars for a single frozen pizza uh-huh. which is ridiculous to me yeah um and the other one i think it's home run in okay gotcha so and yeah well sorry i just hit my mic that's, <laughs> that's gonna be right. bad that's fine sorry, i had to I had to get a paper towel here so i could wipe my fingers off huh. so should i start with good or bad uh-huh, that's totally up to you man <laughs> i'm gonna start with the bad one and i'm not gonna get a pepperoni in the bite all right cool you you wanna what what are your thoughts right now while i'm doing this um give us some not dead air <laughs> honestly i'm just like like i i totally feel for you like i love a lunchable but just the idea of doing that is not what i want <laughs> yeah no he didn't make it grant didn't make it through this one this was the raw one, so completely uncooked. Give us the hot take. Like, so I, I spit it out just for like, I probably didn't need to spit it out, probably just for like food safety stuff, because uh-huh. like, I'm sure I'll be fine eating them, but also like, it also just like, there was no enjoyment in it. Mm-hmm. I don't have as many memories as you of eating Lunchables. I just remember the Pizza Treatsa one, which mm. was like dessert pizza. Yep. Which that one's way more fine to me to eat, but like just the like, can, like there's there's no texture to it. It's like mush. It's like. So your body's not rejecting it. You just had no desire to swallow it because there was nothing there for it for you. Yeah, and I also okay. just ate dinner. So uh, okay, yeah, right. like, um, like it has it has the appeal of like it's one step up from like if I made like pizza flavored yogurt like there, there's no consi- like it's like kind of soft and mushy but like there's no like the thing that i love about pizza 
and so the reason that I got the br- brand of good pizza that I did is because I like that brand because it gets when you cook it in the oven, it gets a really like hard crispy crust. Yeah, and I really enjoy that. I like that texture because it. I think it really like plays well against like the soft and gooey cheese of a pizza. Mm-hmm. But like in this case, where I've just got like discrete chunks or like sl- or shreds of cheese. And like this, everything's not... just soft and cold and mushy. Yeah, there's like, there's nothing redeeming. Mm-hmm. Like That's totally it, fair. It tastes kind of like really bad, like slightly worse than it tasted cooked. But like, it just tastes like extra mediocre pizza. Hmm. Well, I think um, that that's a, that. Even with that description, that seems like an overall win for this experiment <laughs> on this particular pizza. Yeah, I think so. Why is it a win? I don't know. You didn't like vomit or something? Oh, like, oh, there was no way I was going to vomit. Well, I don't know. It takes a lot to get me to vomit. Well, I don't know that. Um, well, now you do. Listeners, it takes a lot to get me to vomit. That's not a challenge. <laughs> that, that, that's the first line on Grant's Tinder profile. <laughs> Thank, no, that would be that would be horrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> It brings out a whole new medium in me with that when I can see your face <laughs> responding to what I say. <laughs> you can also see my horrible mic discipline tonight, too. Yeah, that's fine. We'll um, turn it off when we're done with the pizza segment. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know where I was going with this. Um, yeah, it just... Uh, All right, second piece. I can, I can try the second one. Yeah, because this one, because it's different. I didn't realize it would be any different. Like, you're saying that it's like par-baked or even maybe completely baked and all you're really doing is reheating pizza when you put it in the oven so in theory this should be right up your alley it's very clearly in some but it's it's not like like it is floppy well yeah that's probably more to the thawing process than anything also the crust the crust has like very little color to it okay um but like yeah the cheese is also, like, this cheese is weird. It's not even just, like, it's not even just, like, cold, pre-melted cheese. There's, like, another texture to it. But hmm. here. I'm going to take a bite out of the side of this piece because I didn't get crust on the tip of it, so. All right, cool. He's thinking. I'm seeing how favorably it compares to his ever-beloved refrigerated pizza. And the verdict? It was a lot. It tasted a lot better. Okay. Um, there was a bit, there was a tiny bit of like, so the first one is like, I put it in my mouth and I chewed it. And by the time I like, it's like two or three bites and it was like, okay, yeah, now this is just like mush in my mouth, Mm -hmm. like pizza flavored yogurt. But the second one, there was like, the crust did have some texture to it. Um, it wasn't a like crispy texture at all it was more like slightly tough um it was a lot better it was also very nice not to be able to like feel distinct uh shreds of cheese in my mouth Mm -hmm. that made me feel less weird um yeah it was it was honestly a much nicer uh chewing experience um like it's clearly just a better pizza yeah um because it has more flavor that like because the first one the other thing the first one it was like i tasted sauce and i tasted a tiny bit of cheese but this one like i could taste the crust 
I could taste something in the, I don't know what it was. I'm not good at describing foods like that, but like, yeah, hmm. I, I think what I'm taking away from this is I'm going to definitely keep cooking pizzas in the oven. Um, and I would not recommend anyone else do this. It is not a, like, it's not a good eating experience. You wonder what I can take from this? What? Here's my thought. Think of every food that is meant to be frozen and not refrigerated or anything, not frozen out of, you know, choice, but frozen out of essentially what we would consider necessity, right? Mm-hmm. Out of all of them, I feel like what you've just told me is that a decent frozen pizza is the best option in like a post-apocalyptic situation where all the freezers turn off and everything in the frozen section is now thawed out. A pizza might be the best go-to among the remaining items. Like I, I'm, I'm racking my head. Other than maybe, I guess some frozen veggies would be a safe bet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having a hard time thinking of something else that you would be slightly more willing to eat in its thawed form. I, oh, I can think of lots of things I'd be more willing to eat in their thawed form, but like what? Um, like ice cream. Okay. Oh, I would I would definitely rather like drink melted ice cream than eat a pizza like this. Okay. Well, I'm talking food. <laughs> ice cream is food. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I do know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I will definitely mention again that both pizzas recommended do not thaw this. Um and one contained very explicit warnings about not doing what I just did. Uh-huh. Um they both said to cook thoroughly before eating. Yep. But see, now you need to submit a complaint that you took that you cut out slices while it was frozen and it didn't cook very well, and make them add another warning label. <laughs> I actually have an extra slice here. I'm really tempted to go like throw it in the oven. <laughs> I mean, if you want to see what it looks like when you try and cook it from thawed, I have no idea. I'm gonna pop it back in the fridge. Because I don't have my oven preheated right now, and like it's, but I'm gonna throw it back in the fridge so that I don't have to, so I can try this later. And Sounds I'll good. Maybe report back or not. We'll see. We'll do. You're a real trooper, Grant. So my follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's pretend. No, actually, no. I'm trying to think how to phrase this. Um, I guess the, the simplest version of the question is just, was that worth it? <laughs> For me? <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Yeah, okay. Um, How much would I had to have paid you for it to be worth it? Well, not much. Like, okay, actually, no, it was probably worth it because you paid for the pizzas and I am or have already eaten the other actual cooked parts of those pizzas. Okay, yeah, so that is fair. I forgot about that. It is that. worth it. I did, yes. I did forget about that. Yeah. Yeah, I got like three quarters of two frozen pizzas mm-hmm. actually prepared the correct way. So, yes, it was worth it? Question mark? <laughs> I'll take it. Like, it wasn't that unpleasurable. So, like, mm-hmm. the eating thawed or like chewing on thawed pizza part of this like meh. 
Yeah, it probably would have been worse if it were like pizza rolls. <laughs> yeah, those get <laughs> extra soggy. Uh, yes, they would. I feel like one thing I can say, though, is we don't need to make this a reoccurring segment. No, I, I agree, but I appreciate you uh, rolling <laughs> with the punches. Yeah. You know, you, you suggested a weird thing, and I rolled with it because I love doing weird crap, so. That's right. You, you caught me with my, my love for novel adventures. That's right. Besides, we already have three reoccurring segments we don't need anymore. Mm-hmm. Three, mm-hmm. like the intro, comic one and comic two. Yep, you got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm ready to continue. If you are, after all that, unless you have more to add, I was going to ask. Turn your question around to you. Was this worth this worth it for you? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you feel like I, you got out of it what you're curious about? I did, actually. And it didn't, like, because this is the thing. The worse it was for you, the less it would have been worth it. Like, if this had ended up being, like, <laughs> as disgusting as we thought it might have been, mm-hmm. then honestly, I would have just felt really bad <laughs> or that I wasted my money. Uh, but this was, like, this was perfect. Mm-hmm. The only thing that could have been better would have been you discovering that you actually have a, a latent... Um, thing <laughs> for raw pizza. <laughs> oh God, that to- that would have been totally been worth eight dollars and fifty cents to me. Oh no! Especially after doing this, I can definitively say <laughs> it is. And if anybody eats frozen pizza like that, like I know people eat like pre-prepared cookie dough without cooking it, and mm-hmm. I can get that. But if someone eats frozen pizza like that, they're a monster. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, it, it just reminds me of there's a simple podcast called Top Four, and it's exactly what you think it is. They just each month they do a top four ranking of something, right? And they try and get as many items in that category as they can. And oftentimes it's food. So they've done like top four Pringles flavors and mm. stuff like that. I could totally go for like a top four Lunchables. <laughs> mm. <laughs> if we were to ever do an in-person episode, that's what I <laughs> propose we do. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> well, I feel okay, like maybe not top four Lunchable, top four something though. Oh, I could L- like like, like some that. sort of food item um, that we that might be more off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. Maybe like top four Triscuits. Are there enough variety of Triscuits? I think there might be. There's at least four, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. We'll sort it out, but that that would be my proposal. So we've got, oh, Life on Earth by Ham. And, oh, excellent. There appear to be no words other than the artist's signature. Um, and the title of the comic wait yeah i'm not missing anything okay so we've got a mark can you just give me some help who is is this do you know of the i will just roll with it he's not gonna help me actually Uh, i honestly have no help to provide 
Okay, that's what I was kind of guessing as I was speaking there. So we have... I'm going to start at the... The comic is tall. So I'm going to start at the bottom and go up. So we have a strong, muscly man in a tight superhero looking outfit that is all white except for a red waistband a red star and circle in the middle of his chest and some red boots and he is sitting at a drum and playing it what appears to be enthusiastically atop his shoulders stands a identical looking and dressed muscly man who has a keyboard strapped around his neck and he plays he appears to be playing it quite enthusiastically as well Standing atop his shoulders is identical-looking muscly man in the same outfit, number three, who is playing a guitar, an electric guitar of some sort, I presume, and his uh, left arm has apparently two elbows in it because it is bent in two places, um, (laughs) which is incredibly concerning to me, but... I hope he's doing all right. <laughs> what the heck is this? So, Grant. Are you going to start a band with me? I have a simple little uh, classic question for you. Oh, God. Okay. Mm. Well, we could maybe talk later about starting a band, but this is focused on you. Oh, geez. Okay, if you were in a band, like a standard rock band type situation, what role would you have? Oof. Oof. And we, and we, we can talk both personality fit and future Skill. capability of maybe yeah. learning the instrument. <laughs> we can we can cover both uh. aspects as you wish. Well, I feel like I am not as well-versed in the personality stereotypes of different band members as I would like to be to be able to answer this question more comfortably. Um, Well, the stereotypes can be whatever you want them to be, just whatever your feeling is about where you would fit in. I don't know. So by... Yeah. I don't like... Are there keyboards in regular bands that we're talking about or not? There can be. I don't know. I don't know how to answer this question. <laughs> Probably like someone playing like guitar or something. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> role these people all have. Okay, so I'll give you some options, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we can say that there is. I'll. Well, okay. Do you want a lot of options or like four options? <laughs> Do you have a definitive? thing that you think i am uh, no not necessarily i th- i am i am open to be convinced one way or another like i see snapshot like slices of your personality where i could see you fitting in several different places mm-hmm. okay personality wise at least so do you want a short list or a long list uh let's go shorter okay so my, my short list will be something like lead guitarist slash vocalist Okay, okay, so some so someone who's more of the front person. Yeah, that's your front man. Yes. Then we have someone like a rhythm guitarist. 
like a bass guitarist and a drummer. There's your short list. I'm thinking I'm not the drummer. I would agree. Um, I think both personality-wise and future abilities. <laughs> um, like, I don't know. I don't think I'm the bassist either. So probably one of the other two, but I also don't... I don't feel like I fit any of these roles, but... <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Just not where I see myself. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Just, this is really hitting me in a so deep difficult. central place. <laughs> uh. I'm also just like trying to figure out what kinds of like things I need to be considering when answering this question. Mm-hmm. Cause like it's not something I typically think about on a daily basis. And I don't know if I have, as I said, I don't know if I have good stereotypes of each of these roles. So I don't know like what mm-hmm. I should be considering even. Sure. Interesting. Well, we can start with, I mean, again, I don't even need, I'm not even talking like, stereotypes because you know i have like certain stereotypes in my mind based on bands that i'm familiar with you know mm-hmm. like the bassist is always a somewhat kind of recluse weirdo Quiet. who yeah, yeah who is just kind of off in the corner with the monitor straight into their face not really interested in what's going on you know a front man is precisely that like they're always going to be the most showy one way or another a rhythm guitarist um is also a bit on the side, often a backup vocalist. Um, you know, kind of looks like a bassist, but looks more normal. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, a drummer could be uh, any which way, depending on the band, but one way or another, they are, you know, almost always playing and always have to be laying down something for everyone mm-hmm. else. So... But again, that's like, you know, we, we agree on those like basic things. Mm-hmm. So like, I, don't know. I I feel like maybe more like rhythm guitar or something. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could see myself as like a backup singer. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't want to be a front man. Mm-hmm. Like I think I could do it if I had to, but I don't think I'd want to. Yeah. That's in fair. terms of like this context. Like if I actually think I could do it in real life is a whole different question. But mm-hmm. Um, or I guess more accurate, it would be a role that I could see myself fitting. Yeah. But That's fair. I don't think I'd want to. Um, yeah. What are you, what are your thoughts on this? Like for you? Either for you or me. Uh, for you, I had a similar vibe. Um, like rhythm guitarist was more of what I was going in my mind for you mm-hmm. um, again part of that is also just like sort of like visual stereotypes like yep. i feel like whenever i see oh, a what, rhythm guitarist hot enough no 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 it's more like oh. the, the rhythm guitarist like at least in a lot of modern bands that i know of always seem to like dress kind of normally but hipstery a little bit mm-hmm. you know like they tend to kind of stand up just kind of straight and just kind of do their thing versus a bassist is often kind of like slouching off in the corner um, I feel like you fit the visual of a rhythm guitarist. 
feel like you just call me a generic looking white guy. I mean, maybe, but <laughs> that, that's not that's not like false or inaccurate. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I just I just agree that that's a general vibe in terms of yeah being a member of the band. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Interesting. Where do, you, where do you see yourself fitting? I mean, naturally the drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's just where I'd fit in. But I, I could also do a rhythm guitar sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Is there anything in particular that spurred you to think on this topic other than just finding this bizarre comic? <laughs> no, it was mostly this comic. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about the top guys dual elbow situation? I mean, both arms are really wild. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. different ways. His left arm, so on our right, on the right side, looking at him, um, looks like it has an overgrown elbow. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't actually notice the on his right arm the sort of actual double elbow situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a little disconcerting. Maybe he has a really, really long wrist and really, really big forearms. Does that make you feel better? That almost makes it worse. (laughs) Actually, no, it definitely makes it worse. (laughs) Yeah, just kind of that whole guitar setup kind of bothers me. Yeah. At least the keyboard, the guy bothered to do the 2-3-2-3 pattern on the black keys. Um, that guitar... There is no guitar that looks like that. It has a whammy bar, but the dials and stuff are in wild places, and there's no, uh, um, well, yeah, okay, no strap. There's also no, um, I was wondering how he's holding it. Uh, I can't even remember what they're technically called, but just whatever the, the head of the guitar where the tuners are. Oh yeah. The little knobs. Yeah. yeah, It it just sort of terminates like a box guitar would. (laughs) There's also, like, no strings or, like, there should of be course, frets on it, right? Of course, I have to be even more annoyed. Yeah, there are no frets, there's no strings. I'm even more annoyed with the drummer who has a drum <laughs> sitting directly in front of him. Yep. Um, and then one just off to the left, almost to the side of the bass drum, and a single cymbal that his hand seems to be disappearing into. <laughs> it's the, the black hole of cymbals. Yeah. But, you know, impressionism. What can you do? Mm-hmm. I'm now noticing that when I described their costumes, I described it as having a red waistband. I now notice looking at the other people who you can see their crotch because it's not hidden behind a drum. Yes. It is actually, like, red underwear. Yeah, and you said superhero looking. I don't disagree, but I think it's more of, like, a circus strongman act. That's probably better, yeah. Yeah. I would not want to play a piano like that. That sounds horrifying. Yeah. Having it strapped around my back. Oh, yeah. You can say that again. I'm trying to think if I'd rather play a guitar without a strap or a piano with one. (laughs) I feel like if you're playing a guitar without a strap, the way he's doing it wouldn't work. Because you have to rest it on something. He has like a double double jointed elbow. True, true. Maybe he's got like a third arm coming out of its side holding I mean, the bottom it, of it that we can't see. If you're playing without one, then what you're kind of relying on is like 
holding it against your body with your elbow sort of a thing like, like you're sort of trying to like you're trying to sort of create an well then you're not standing up you're like a oh, flamingo yes. yes um so if you're playing without a strap standing up is my point if i'm sitting down i play i always play without a strap why would i need one mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but standing up you're basically just trying to increase the normal force against your body <laughs> in physics yeah. terms <laughs> oh hashtag nerd it up get, get that high coefficient of friction god talk nerdy to me mark <laughs> uh yeah. yeah also the other thing that bothers me about the guitarist although in some way it's impressive is that his left foot is not standing on the other guy at all so he's just bouncing oh on god. his right foot <laughs> Jeez, his one jacked up arm on the side with the foot that's on the dude's shoulder must be super dense because it looks like the only significant mass of his body that's out past that foot. So to be able to balance just standing on one foot. I wonder who this ham fellow is. Think we can find him on Twitter? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> it's got to come up every once in a while. I didn't make this Twitter account for nothing. Yeah, but like, how are you going to find him on Twitter? I'm going to search for the name of the comic. For ha- oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, that's probably easier. I was going to say, you can't just like search for ham. Yeah, not having good luck. Okay. Oh, well. What a sneaky little guy this ham is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we can talk about forming a band another time. Okay. It'll be our, our next great adventure. <laughs> oh, God, no, I hope not. Releasing a, a hot single. What? No. That's, so that's what we can do. We can we can make a website called something like Hot Singles in Your Area, and it's all just like crappy one-off songs that we <laughs> make. <laughs> Good luck being able to get any of those domain names. Oh, bro, I'm going to do it right now. Oh, no. To hover.com. Um, let's see, I need to sign in. I don't know which email I'm supposed to be signing in with, but we'll try comical start to see if I even have it under this. I don't think I do. Um, nope. Oh man, who knows what my password is? Hopefully you do. I mean, I'll figure it out. I can always just click I forgot. Oh yeah. I can totally get it. Kind of. I can get pretty close. <clears throat> How close? Well, I mean, there's a hot single in your area.com. Best singles in your area.com. Wow. Are these expensive? No, they're like $13 a year. Oh. Hmm. Well, maybe next time. Good try. I know. You ready? Ready. All right. Oh, we got another new one. We have a little fried chicken and sushi by Khalid Birdsong. And we have, uh, it looks like a couple of women maybe at some sort of i don't know cooking class or something i'm not quite sure um and 
The woman on the left is thinking to herself, I am determined to learn how to cook Japanese food. Looks like I didn't sign up for the cooking class in English, though. And she is trying to pour a bottle of something into a pot and is stirring it and continues to think, I will watch what everyone else is doing and copy them. Shouldn't it be too hard? No one will know I can't speak Japanese. And then the instructor uh, pops up into frame and says, Anata no name o Ashiatakutasai. Ashiatakutasai is how we'll say that. And the lady says, um, with a big smile, a big embarrassed smile, thinks to herself, Unless the teacher comes up and speaks directly to me. Good job with your Japanese words or fake Japanese words pronunciation skills. I mean, yeah, I I don't know much. <laughs> you did a lot. You got that a lot. If this had been you giving me that comic, it would have been a different story. You got those pretty quick. Good good sounding out. My mom would oh, be so you. proud. Thanks. Always teaching me how to sound out words when I was a little kiddo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very good. But that's not why I chose this comic for this week. Okay. Um, I actually chose because of the title. And then it just happened that the first comic that came up when I clicked on this title was also cooking related. Hmm. Um. So this week I, I went on a little bit of a cooking adventure. Every once in a while I'll I'll choose one of these things where it's I want to make something that I have no idea how to make and I have no idea what goes into it. Um, but I'll try to make a really kind of half-assed version of it um, in my own style. So this week I decided I wanted to try to make sushi rice and then that just turned into let's make some half-assed over-Americanized versions of like sushi or like other Japanese rice based dishes. <laughs> okay. So it was a fun adventure. But it just got me thinking and I was just wondering, Mark, do you ever like go on food cooking adventures or do you normally cook within your kind of box of comfort? Hmm. I would say I stay within my box of comfort as you say. Um pretty regularly. But I think it's hard for me to say, like, I'm not really sure, like, what you even mean by make sushi rice. Like, you have rice, and presumably you get some particular kind of jasmine rice or something, and then you just prepare it in a particular way? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, I I, I don't know if maybe my box is just, uh, like, my cooking box is just bigger than yours, (laughs) but, like, that's, like, a thing that if I wanted to do it, I wouldn't feel uncomfortable doing so. But it doesn't really feel like stepping outside of, you know, what mm-hmm. I would do. Yeah. Um, it's just like, as we've talked about before, I tend to make simple things out of laziness, not out of lack of ability or fear of trying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I can make some more interesting things. I have infrequently, uh, but I never, I don't know, I never do anything that I would consider really weird or out of the box and part of that is i'm sure 
I have a, you know, just some set of things that maybe some people would consider more out of the box, but really are just things that I'm just comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. But there's there's definitely like dishes that I know exist that I've never really, I don't know, like it's hard to, I can't really say that I've never done it out of, again, like discomfort more just out of, eh, I just never particularly feel like it. Like I don't get struck by the cooking bug in the same way that you do. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Are you someone who tries to like find interesting recipes? Are you are you someone who uh, looks at what you have and just tries to throw stuff together, or both? I mean, um, I do both. I I would say like from time to time I try to find like new things and like new types of food that I don't cook as a way to kind of like build additional skills and try new things. Um. So that's kind of where more of this bug came out of. But also, I I sometimes kind of look at what I have around and figure out how to cook something that utilizes those ingredients and it ends up becoming kind of a hacked together version of either something that I'm familiar with where I'm kind of pushing the boundaries of like what I would call it or like pushing the boundaries of like what the original recipe was. Um, or like, I don't know, but it normally like comes from some place of like, I have this base that I'm working from, or like I have these ingredients and I'm Googling a way to figure out how to make them work together. Mm -hmm. Um, and like often, often those sorts of things turn into, sometimes they're just like, okay, I just did it once and it was the food I ate that evening and now it's over. Hmm. But sometimes they turn into kind of like a, they start out as, I just need to eat something tonight and I don't have any real good like put together food. So like, let's hack something together. And then afterwards it turns into like, that was like, all right, but not great. Let's try to make this better. And then I end up going out and buying all the ingredients again and try to like turn it into something Mm -hmm. that's actually presentable. Like something that I wouldn't be super ashamed to like serve to someone. 